Okay, we gotta be careful because he's gonna come back and he's gonna be very confused. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know that feeling when everyone is talking about a movie that you haven't seen? Have you ever felt compelled to make some vague comments just so you can join in the conversation? Well, what if you were in too deep? Do you think you could convince everyone that you'd seen it? Or do you think your version would be so much better that no one would care? Here at Faking Movies, we're always the ones who haven't seen the movie. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Hey, everyone. Uh, welcome to take two of episode 165. Uh, also 169. Also nice, nice, nice. This is the show mm-hmm. Faking Movies, and I'm Lee. We tried to record this episode the other day, and it got off fucked up so it just certainly got all fucked up and then zach and i got real fucked up. <laughs> yeah oh, we, sure did. Uh, we solved a lot of the world's problems or none of the world's problems yeah it was, it was a little of column a and all of column b yeah. i believe it's like that time when i was in high school and had never done any drugs before and i said to all my friends you know if everybody just got high there's world peace right there <laughs> it's like you guys did that but you're adults and you should be ashamed of yourselves no, we definitely didn't talk about world peace like that. It was more um, uh, Marxist, shall we say? Oh, you finally uh, had had your uh, had your educate Zach about Marxism conversation. That no, you... not not entirely. No. I mostly talked about my theoretical orientation. Oh, I yeah. see. I don't feel stuff, fully so. indoctrinated. It, we we uh, it was. I a, think we talked mostly about linguistics. It was a sciencey kind of bent. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a lot of science. Marxism, yeah. mm-hmm. if anything. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, you yeah. haven't seen any of our side chats, Zach, where Zach gets really angry about how you don't understand Marxism. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what it is. No, that's true. Yeah. Well, very fun. Yeah, opposite of Marxism is capitalism, and boy, do I have an idea for you guys. Zach already knows. We're talking face masks that you put food in. Sure enough. Yep. Oh, yeah, surely. Have a little snack for later. Yeah. We have yeah, a, I feel... We have historical um, precedent for IP on this, too. Lee, you said you brought this up in a chat that surely we can find for four months ago? I no, I think I was just screaming it at work. Yeah, seems likely. Uh, but I feel like the Onion did this no less than eleven years ago when they invented the uh, the KFC and Taco Bell family feed bags, mm. where it was basically just a a, a horse thing. Yeah, I mean that's what just, mine yeah. is. Only it's medical grade. Oh yeah, I remember you ranting about this. <laughs> Yo, the toughest part is going to be making medical grade edible ma- anything, right? What? What do you? You're mean? not going to eat the mask. Oh, the mask no. is adjunct to the food. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a food. Oh, trough, I thought we were like a... doing the like mask, like a like a the the shell on a taco bowl. No, or at the no, end you eat no, no, like no. a bread taco in the mask. Yeah, I mean that's what I plan on putting primarily in there. Yeah, is a slurry, a slurry of taco and or pizza. See, I'm slurry, thinking... slurry is where you lost me. I'm yeah. thinking mm. corn chowder, cream me, daddy. Um, <laughs> so. That was that was a very unpleasant Le- thing. Leon, to say. I did talk about that a bit earlier today. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was like forty minutes. I was walking home from work yeah. and I saw it in the chat and I was like, not going to engage. So people watched you dry heaving at nothing on your way home from work. And they're just like, what is that kid's problem? But you were wearing a mask, so they didn't know what was happening. For all they knew, oh. you were reaching down with your face to get a more delicious bite of tacos oh, in your mouth. Slurry, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like invisible apple bobbing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So you're you looked the world's insane. most disgusting <laughs> mime. That's what you are. Yeah. 
Well, also, I just want to get all the good goofs out that we've had over the past yep. few days. Um, Zach, <laughs> is this what it's come to? Zach is not mm-hmm. about to be a father yet, but we wow. have convinced him contractually, uh, contractually contractually that if he and his wife have twins, they have to name them Kit and Fisto. Yep. This was my yes. idea in the first place, but you it guys really ran idea. with it. I, I feel like yeah. I really cursed myself and my future children <laughs> yeah, and my poor sure wife did. with this nightmare. Yeah. And poor and Fisto. I mean... Oh, yeah, Fisto no. for sure. Yeah, as discussed, Kit is like a kind of weird, but like... No, I feel like he's a little jockey. He's a little yeah. jockey. And yeah. Kit, let yeah. me tell you, I've seen this kid, I've seen this kid play. Uh, <laughs> he, he's got the skills, and he, he slays whatever orifice of his choice... He wants to slay consensually, of course, in the future. Okay, I like that my kid is a douchebag, but has his sexual preferences are wide open at this point. Well, I mean, I'm he's not a jock asshole. Kid, he's just he's a jock asshole. I'm not trying to like tell him how to how to love. Like that's, that's not how this works. Yeah, I appreciate nope. that. That's nice. Okay. Yeah. Fisto um, though is really into Warhammer Forty Thousand. Yeah, dude, he loves warhammer 40k like he knows all about slanesh and uh uh you know the 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 pymarks and and uh you know the god emperor of man etc and zach at some point you're gonna try to relate to him i was gonna say as as like further away i'm gonna try to be a good father and like try to learn this shit and then i'm just gonna like drink in the basement and go god where did i go wrong god damn it (laughs) well i can tell you it's it's by it's by agreeing to your friend's demands to name a child fisto You're gonna have to convert your uh, model train set in the basement oh. into a Warhammer 40k set. Uh, I mean, well, at least it already has both. all the like topography and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> problem is, it doesn't work so great in Warhammer. I mean, just put it like a futury train on the tracks. Oh, sure. Yeah. Actually, I feel like that exists. So yeah, um, yeah. And so that's, that's how your problem that solved. That's how you're finally gonna finally gonna gonna relate. Okay. But it's not okay. going to be till he's an adult and has his own children, and you'll see that he's built a train set and incorporated it into his Warhammer, and then oh. you're just going to listen to that one part of Cats in the Cradle over and over again. <laughs> the boy yeah. was just like just me. Like me. Yeah. The wow. boy was just like me. It's it's weird to distill And the Zach's one's... in the cradle with the Warhammer. Oh my god. <laughs> Hey, it's we, it's weird to distill one's life so specifically into <laughs> such like all fifty years of the remaining years of my life into one. Wow, I've seen. Oh, I've seen you what color 50? your feet turn when you drink. I don't think you got fifty, <laughs> buddy. That's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh what's boy, this is about? mean. This has just been super mean. <laughs> Don't. This is. We have talked about like if, if any of us have kids, this is our legacy. I think friend of the mm. show Eva said like someday we'll look back on this and God forbid we have children and they look back on this and like my kid might have to listen to this someday. <laughs> well, yeah. This is them. what they like, thought this. Was I feel be? like I'm gonna go off the reservation and it's gonna be like this. Is the only way you guys will be able to remember the sound of my voice. Oh, oh! I could see That's you disappearing. I'd be I so did. Yeah. I did at one point have a, a a a pretty detailed plan of how friend of the show Jeremy and I would fake our own deaths and move to New Mexico and uh, start working in a bar and eventually buy it. And uh, hmm. the way that our loved ones eventually found out we were still alive is uh, some magazine did a spread on how good our wings were or something like mm. the best that, kept secret in Albuquerque. Out. You know? Yeah. yeah. Ew. 
I don't know any other names of cities in New Mexico. I guess Santa yeah, Fe. I mean, but not, not, Santa Fe? Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's there's only two cities. Oh, truth in or consequences? We obviously moved to truth or consequences oh, because it's thematic. <laughs> sure, and super divey, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, but honestly, all of our life goals now is to become mescaleros in New Zealand. So mm. it's a reach, but yeah, it does sound like the best. Yeah. I did just turn all of my like almost completed bottles of mezcal into a uh, into a infinity bottle so so is this how we're gonna start like when we have our first batch we're gonna put like three drops of that in and now no, it's the we'll mezcal of the universe put like two ounces in like i did with everything well, else yeah, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool, you cool, put cool. a little bit yeah. in and you add and you see the flavor and then you're like oh i think this could use some of this then you go out and buy yeah. something else and you add and like you know I, i'm familiar with because i got I, I gotta be honest i did start looking at uh certain like soil types and uh regionalities in New Zealand that would be girl. good for this. And I, think I you found guys, some. I think I heard you and, and your partner, well, your wife, but your partner speak about um, the north part of New Zealand. Well, I mean, there's two islands. You have two options. So the north <laughs> one. Yes, because, yeah. I hear it's larger. It's, yep. And more arid, so. Yeah, so. I think that would be more important, Zach. Like, as far as, <laughs> far as I know. Well, no, you want space. It's, it's, it's also <laughs> not larger. Oh, Okay, I know nothing about. It. Well, it depends on how you orient the world, Seth. I mean, fucking. Yeah, which projection are you using? I'm using the New Zealand projection, where north to south and upside down is right side up. Yeah. Ah, uh, there's still a thing called magnetic north. I gotta say. I don't gotta it's, say. It, I... Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, but I mean... we only named it magnetic north. We could have named it magnetic south. It's northest. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I hate you guys. So much. <laughs> a hemisphere I, I've literally never been to. <laughs> Same. Uh, I think we finally reached the point where I say that you should check out our Twitter because Marielle works very hard. There it is. There it is. Yeah. Better leave that pause in there too because I really like that. <laughs> oh, I'm not editing this one. I think it's a Zach one. Yeah, it is. Beans. All right. The boy was yep. just like Zach. Yeah. <laughs> I'll splice that in at some point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we did it earlier, so you don't have to. Yes, we've been That's recording right. this entire time, actually, yeah. for once, I, which is right. nuts. <laughs> this is we, we have not even mentioned what our show is. I think I maybe said it was episode 169. Nice. As I say, if you made it to 169, you probably get it at this point. But yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, you know what? And I'm now just th- remembering episode 69 was uh, oh. Seth's favorite movie, Star Trek oh, yeah. The and it was friend of the show, Sarah's most recent appearance. It was a hundred episodes ago. Holy Fuck me. Oh, Where has she been? Her back. Well, I know that uh, her and her husband recently uh, moved away from the town that we all once lived in. Um, mm. And uh, if she, I don't even know if she still listens. Uh, I wouldn't blame her for not, uh, nor would I expect her for doing it. Uh, but if she still does, hey, Sarah, I hope you guys are doing great to, uh, you know, the place that I'm not going to mention you moved to. Yep. <laughs> As is customary. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, I think the it's truth and consequences. Episode. New Mexico. Oh, it's where I'm gonna fake my death and live. <laughs> Do you guys think I'd look good dyed blonde? Definitely. Left, uh, you gotta keep what the if facial I left, hair. Yeah. What if I left the eyebrows back. dark? I. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. would have to. You would look like a fucking psychopath <laughs> if you dyed all of your hair blonde. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going for a real Amelia Clark kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I figured. Yeah, I figured. Yeah. Now, also, you're wearing purple contacts now. So, oh yeah, mm, I was gonna say if you're like going Liz Taylor, white diamonds to a weird desert town, why not just like nope, cut it kind of nope. short frosted tips, spike it in the front? Like, there's no I, rules in truth and consequences. Well, if I am, if I'm still faking my death with friend of the show Jeremy, out of the two of us, frosted tips, who do you think? Well, it wouldn't be you. Yeah, right. yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's true. true. 
He's a wild hair boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Famously. Yep. All right. I think you should go real emo sort of thing. Well, I've got the hair for it right now. You yeah, sent dude. some pictures around the other day. God damn. It is. So y'all saw my Chris Gaines hair. 2005. Uh, yeah. So you know how I like to do my crazy Halloween costumes? I thought of this one when I when you guys said, wow, you look like Chris Gaines. <laughs> Chris and Joanna Gaines. Uh, it was a couple's costume. Uh, that It's so obscure. Seth has never watched TV. <laughs> I, don't just, I don't understand what Joanna Gaines is. So of course I know Chris J- Gaines, who is the arch nemesis of uh, uh, whoever that the, is. He the is the Venom Garth to Garth Brooks' Spider-Man, yes. Uh, the yeah. tall man to Garth Brooks' <laughs> Reggie. The Venom to Garth Brooks' Spider-Man <laughs> is yeah. precisely... Yeah, that's so much better than mine. Mm-hmm. That was a good goof. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Uh, Joanna Gaines and her husband Chip Gaines are like home improvement people and they have a, a target like line. They are getting their own entire TV network, turns out. <laughs> oh. They are massively famous. Too the- big, why too fast. You- too big, too fast. Yes, quite. Okay, why don't you make it a little more obscure and go with the two brothers from this old house? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, uh, or is that is that Bob Vila? I can't are remember. Thinking, are you thinking of Bob Vila Boston and Norm brothers? Abrams, who are not brothers, nor do they have the same name? Ah, oh, man, they yeah. they um, look kind of similar. They just look like dudes right, from so New I'm England. Right, so I'm conflating. I'm I'm conflating the uh, car talk guys. Oh, the Tappet uh, brothers. Tappet brothers. There's yeah. the car talk guys, and then there's you know you know Norman this Bob. old house, yeah. and and so like I just kind of mashed. Oh. I just assume any any duo who do improvements or know a whole lot about anything are probably siblings. Yeah. If, Speaking of siblings, what about this week's movie, Zach? What about this movie? Let's transition. <laughs> If I walked into Excellent. a bar and and one, there were two bartenders behind the bar and it was per, a person that looks like you, Lee, and a person that looks like friend of the show, Jeremy, and they said, hi, I'm Bob Vila, and hi, I'm Norm Abrams, I said, I'm never leaving this bar. This is literal <laughs> heaven on earth. <laughs> I cannot leave here. I have time warped into some heaven, like, alternate universe. I can't. Would you leave. like to try our award-winning wings? <laughs> like- yeah, I would for the rest of my life. <laughs> Like we wouldn't yes. bring you with us. Come on, guys. Uh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> Oofa doofa. <laughs> we all have to take a car trip, and then uh, you know it explodes. Obviously, that's how this oh, happens. Yeah, yeah. Well, probably in the Grand to. Canyon. Yeah. Ooh, uh, it's close. Ish. You're probably trying to jump the Grand Canyon. Let's be honest. I mean, yeah, out of stubbornness. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of siblings, <laughs> speaking of siblings, Boy, Zach, Scotty. tell us about this week, 165. I hope this yeah. is short because we have vamped for a long time. We did. Uh, it's, eh. you know. I don't have a lot to say about this movie. No, so neither I, do I, but. I only have mm. three failed ones and then the real one. So, uh, <laughs> it's oh, not going to be short at all. Only four movies. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, yeah, uh, t- this week I'm faking a movie I'm not convinced exists in real life called Long Riders. Um, mm-hmm. I was given yep, a cast Specifically seems... The Long Riders, but I don't think it's that important. Sure, sure. Yeah, I guess it's The Long Riders, yep. yeah. Uh, the cast is impossible as far as I'm concerned. Um, <laughs> let me just run down it real quick. Uh, we have, mm-hmm. in the Carradine corner, David, Keith, and Robert. That would We're be all three. With a lot of them, yep. yes. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Keech corner, a family I didn't even know about, we have James and Stacy. I know, like, oh, you everybody don't... knows Stacy Keech, but did you know he had a brother who was also an actor? I think that's the thing. I think I looked up, uh, both of them in the one face. I was like, okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know Stacy Keech. That short-lived sitcom Titus, starring Christopher yeah. Titus? Barely, Stace, yeah. Stacy Keech, Keech was played the dad, the dad. yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, we're asserting this person is famous based on that fact alone. <laughs> well, also he was in a bunch of Cheech and Chong movies. He played Mike uh, Hammer in the eighties. Like, okay, no, I mean, again, his face is recognizable. I would say, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like his brother is in a bunch of horror movies, but he was in a bunch of like low rent shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I remember too. Yeah. Which, yeah. Spoiler alert: Zach makes it really strange that he carries most of the weight of this movie. Yeah, he's huh. he's 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 the he's the primary. He's ostensibly he... the lead. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, in the famed guest family, we have good old Chris, and mm-hmm. uh, I guess his brother Nick. I'm not familiar with. Yeah, him. even though mm-hmm. Chris holds the uh, British peerage title and can vote in the House of Lords if he chooses yes. to, yes. it yes, will yes, not indeed. pass down to his children because he does not have any biological children. Whoa, monarchy is super dumb. Turns yeah, out, yeah, <laughs> it will pass to his. It will pass to his brother and his brother's children. Yep. Interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. And the monarchy. <clears throat> on, so on the guest throne. Uh, well, guest, Nick guest, explicitly, <laughs> guest explicitly refuses to vote in the House of Lords because he thinks it's ridiculous unless Correct. the vote <laughs> is related to lessening the power of the House of Lords, in nice. which he always votes. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Love that. Love that. And like this, everything I learn about him makes me understand why Jamie Lee Curtis fell in love with him. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> he does seem like a wonderful man. It's true. <laughs> Uh, okay, in, uh, bringing up the rear, the Quaid corner, we have, <laughs> we have everybody's favorite brother, Dennis, and the nightmare, Randy himself. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Dennis is probably a bigger piece of shit. Like, Randy, Randy's piece of shitness is more contained to destroying his own life. True. Yeah, also, Dennis is more of a villain. Also explicit. Randy isn't covering up that he is a psychopath piece of shit. And yeah. that I appreciate about a person because you can mm-hmm. everybody can then go, no, not him. And Dennis has like spent decades convincing people that he's like this chill, cool dude who actually is a horrible piece of shit who is now <laughs> married to a woman who's like thirty years younger than him. Mm. Cool. Mm. That's a cool move. Yeah, fun. Um, and in the fifth corner of this confusing square, we have the singular <laughs> James Remar. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot we gave no, you him No, no, uh, brothers or sisters or siblings of any type. And, yeah. and let me tell you what, he is surely in one scene. Well, he is the pinnacle oh, of yeah. my movie, so get ready. <laughs> oh, wow. So with all that with all that nightmare star power, you went with James Remar. Well, it I it was a numbers game. I had to you'll you'll see. It it'll all make sense. I mean, after how much we gushed about him in the Phantom, I'm sure Zach is ready for Remar. Definitely mm-hmm. that I remember as being a thing that happened. Yes. Wow, uh, you're really bad at lying. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out. So, three failed movies, Long Riders. First, bull riding, but like the slam ball version where they go longer than eight seconds and it's super duper dangerous, but everybody's chasing the dragon of like, who can go the longest without literally dying? Turns out a lot of people die. Oh my God. Could it also be super homoerotic like Top Gun? For sure. Yeah, yeah obviously. It, it you gave me all men. So yeah, duh. I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, there's a reason for that too. There, there, okay. Are, okay. there are women in this movie. They are... Tertiary? Pause of the century. To say the least. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Second one. A fantasy thing where Earth is populated with insane beasts and a specific vocation or perhaps hobby is similar to the um, Audubon Society like document and catalog thing, except in this world, the goal is to ride the biggest or longest thing. Mm Mm-hmm. 
That's about as far as hmm. that went. So this Nothing is like a live action How to Train Your Dragon, but yeah, like yeah. never ending story. Yeah, basically yeah. It sounds like Monster Hunter. Could be that. Uh, Could the, be. The I've never played game. those. It's quite fun, but uh, yeah. Is it anyway. hack and slash or is it like more? Yeah, it's a hack and slash. I love a good less. hack and slash. Sure. Mm. Um, we have to pause because my dogs continue to lose their mind. I'm going to put them in a room so that this isn't like mm-hmm. a nightmare to edit. Leave Can in you... Zach's animal abuse, uh, Zach, when you're <laughs> editing this. <laughs> yeah, okay. Zach, don't forget about that when Yeah, you're I'll editing. definitely keep that in. Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even know. <laughs> oh, I hate this game. <laughs> the best part is this is like one of those times when you don't actually have to cut this shit out. Yeah. What do you mean? Nothing. Keep going, Zach. Oh, yeah, there's going to be surprises in here? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a little Easter egg for later in the episode. Mm-hmm. No, for later in my life. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Mm-hmm. And then uh, number three, we have Roller Coaster Phonetics. Um, like the big year about like the bird hunting thing. Yeah, that um, movie that oh, I yeah. keep bringing up, but I keep calling it a different thing. I always think it's the great year. I, th- I looked it up. I think it's the big year. I keep um, calling it rare bird alert. But... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely Wait, not that. <laughs> is, is, um, what's his Steve Martin. Steve Martin. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's, see, that's why. Like, I automatically think of that. Yeah. Um, but it's collecting roller coaster rides rather than bird watching. So you mm-hmm. you're riding long. Yeah. I mean that's pretty cool. People yeah. actually do yeah. that. Man, yeah. I, I I don't think I could handle being on a roller coaster like that much. Like, it's more God. like collect as many as possible. It's not like ride it for twenty four hours like Le Mans or, or or like just just try to do a bunch of them in one day. Like I actually like I feel sore after being on a roller coaster <laughs> well, after in my, a while. In my my uh my dotage now um mm-hmm. i i have such horrible um motion sickness i can barely ride roller coasters anymore which mm. sucks because i fucking love roller coasters they can be fun yeah. see yeah. i never really enjoyed them because like there's no actual danger to it zach one time i got knocked out on hercules at Her- at uh hershey park my well, yeah. oh wait, Dorney Park, Dorney Park. Um, no, no, wait. I got knocked out on Wildcat at Hershey Park. Wildcat, the famed extremely dangerous feeling, all wooden roller coaster. Yes, mm-hmm. it does feel like yeah. you're gonna die on that every time. My yeah. head uh, got jostled into the person next to me's shoulder, and I got knocked the fuck out. Fuck, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it was super cool. I, I was gonna say, Seth, right Seth literally just said there's no danger, but yeah, alas. that's why I wanted to fucking <laughs> shit all over him. <laughs> I mean, I've been on a bunch where people have like puked in front of me, and I've been covered in puke and a like bunch. You've been on a bunch. I'd say at happened. least like four. I went to Disney World a lot there in like a ten-year span. Huh. Oh, did you ride the Maelstrom at Epcot, which is now the Frozen ride, but it was the Norway exhibit? I have ridden that a bunch. Uh, we waited Remember in line. Big, always big adventure. Yes. And you like go up there and you run into Odin, and there's a Viking, and then there's a troll, Correct. and then you go backwards, I, and it was completely empty, so we yes, rode yes, it yes, four yes, times yes. in a row. I rode yeah. both versions. I rode that version, which was very fun, and then I waited 80 minutes blind drunk with a bunch of children <laughs> the second time to ride the Frozen version. Turns out exactly the same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I have a similar uh, uh, experience with uh, Space Mountain when I was a kid. We oh. just happened to be at the park at the perfect time where everybody was eating or some shit, and mm-hmm. we rode Space Mountain eight times in a row without waiting oh. in line. That's like mm. top three, top two rides of all time, I think. I yeah. lost a contact on Space Mountain, and I just was so disoriented because I could only see out of one eye. And so oh. I like had both eyes open, and I was like trying to walk through the blackness. It's very disorienting. There was a bunch of aliens doing like butt stuff over on the <laughs> side or something. I do. I love the yeah. the, the yeah. waiting in line of Space Mountain. It's super fun. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh man, better than most. Anyway, back back on topic. Whew, back on topic. Okay. Uh, <laughs> real movie. Yep. Um, we're already we're already a half hour into this. Blue 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 <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, brothers. <laughs> Oh wait. Uh we open in the near future, uh, of course in dystopia. Um the yeah, climate... all stories are dystopias. I know. We open in the current point. times in dystopia. In the, in the are you gonna make my soft teeth movie? <laughs> oh, if only. Hey, come on, let him Not tell a, a story. Not a lot of teeth <laughs> in this one. Yeah. <laughs> uh the climate is in the absolute shitter, uh, which leads us to the great vegetable wars of twenty thirty four. Hashtag never forget. Um <laughs> Oh, I got much less of a reaction than I was expecting. Seth is looking skeptical, and Lee gave a sort of fake laugh. Bummer. I okay. laugh. <laughs> See, problem is that's Lee's normal laugh. Um, okay, it was no longer sustainable or even really possible to farm veggies in the traditional scale uh, based on lack of water or fertile soil or reasonable growing temperatures. Um, there's also a crazy string of blights that's killing everything off, and as such, the government has heavily regulated the cultivation of said crops so as to protect the remaining species. So this mm-hmm. is just the beginning of Interstellar. Is it? Yeah, mm-hmm. this is how Interstellar starts. I feel like I've blocked out that movie from my brain, Yeah, but... Okay, uh, then yeah, it's like that. I mean, really, really any dystopian scarcity thing. I mean, like, sure. that's... Sure, food's green always a problem. Similar, yeah. 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 Uh, oh, yeah. So I like Probably that. Children of Men. Who knows? Yeah, sure. I've never actually seen that one. I think people. Well, let's not talk about it. Yeah. Probably City of God. That... I don't know. <laughs> Both of those are high on the list of things. We Man, want to I don't like City of God, but you know. uh, the world does. Turns out. Yeah. I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so while this may seem like a reasonable course of action, 19, I should watch it again. <laughs> sure. Um, I haven't seen it in a while. While this might seem like a reasonable course of action, the whole like government uh, controlling everything, they've also taken over all of said operations, thus reaping all of the benefits in this extremely high demand market, as governments are wont to do. Vampires. Uh, Uh, No, continue. Sorry. Okay. Keep keep going. Just sure. I'm just putting Uh, I'm just putting ideas out there. Okay. Enter our protagonist families. Uh everyone's in an underground veggie growing and smuggling racket in rivaling mm. factions. You guys backed me into this corner. This is your fault. Here we go. Uh <laughs> They all spread out across the US to maximize crop diversity and decentralize the whole underground operation. Yeah, that's how you do it. D- much like drugs or anything else. Prohibition, whatever. Uh Wait, the problem can you is go back so I can write this down about how to do a drug ring. Sure. Uh join a family. Uh, yep, sure. move, move where other people aren't. <laughs> other people not equals yep. no. Okay, grow yeah, drugs. Uh-huh. That's it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. that's grow drugs and, equals and yes. also okay. make sure nobody knows anybody except for their direct supervisor. Yeah, or, or like their subordinates. That part is helpful. Oh, you gotta get your downstream, but you gotta make sure they don't know they're in your downstream. It's a one way, not a. Yeah, precisely. Yeah, so yeah. you you know, if somebody gets caught, they can't narc on you because you know. This has been you a nice YouTube drugs. video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Way more than I do. <laughs> now, where can I buy them? <laughs> <laughs> well, soon everywhere near you, but uh, mm. yeah. <laughs> we'll find out. Oh, boy. Um, so, uh, yeah, we've decentralized the whole thing. The problem is uh, these are still bulk goods, in a sen- uh, in essence. Yeah, I mean, it's hard It's hard to move big-ass vegetables. Hard to move a head of cabbage, yep. Uh, and also, like, they're, they're not shelf-stable. They nope. only last for so long. You're not drying them like weed, or they're not... Rocks like crack, yeah. Uh, dry so. the weed, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's an <laughs> integral part, yes. 
<laughs> you don't ship the plants and soil to the customers. Yeah. Oh, because then they can grow their own. Wow, I'm learning so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> they still have to transport them from place to place, and all under the watchful eye of Johnny Law, of course. Uh, mm-hmm. So thus we introduced our singleton, James Remar, uh, who I mentioned will mm-hmm. be very critical to this movie, the long rider. Um, the prevailing method for travel these days is train as planes all get weird in our new horribly depleted ozone layer and the government couldn't keep up with the road system given the current economic state of affairs. A long rider specializes... And yet they can maintain trains, a thing they obviously can't do now. Uh, yeah, but only because of, like, you know, individualism and stuff. Like, Yeah, if, so this yeah, movie's no, also this set is, in the is, Ayn Rand Imaginarium. Like, is that what you're telling us? Uh, no. It wasn't intended to be such, but... Ugh. Is Remar's name in this movie John Galt? I, no, I, 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 I do not in any Atlas, way want this Seth, to be because Randian. I'm a shruggin. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Uh, a long rider specializes in hiding a contraband car amongst the massively long trains that travel across the country. So we've somehow mm-hmm. also like sense. made trains like extremely long. I like mm-hmm. Snowpiercer kept coming to mind when I was thinking about this. And like, yeah, that's what I was just thinking too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it generally involves bribing train workers, facilitating switch offs at hubs, and just generally blending in. Remar is considered one of the best, but this, of course, comes with its own set of problems. Uh, He's in high demand, but everyone also is after him. Um, Much of the conflict involves backstabbing, various families pitting against each other, uh, in offering to make secret sabotage deals, and in rare cases, trying to outright kill James Remar. So after a bunch of all that, which I think is like the bulk of the movie, um, we end on Remar's greatest con. He organizes a meetup with each family individually under the guise of talking about taking down the other factions. Of course, yeah, play them against each other. Yep, exactly. Uh, The kicker is that they're all invited to the same place at the same time, of course. Uh, Cue Guy Ritchie as a sort of... uh, Mm -hmm. I was also thinking that, like, uh, fucking Green Onions would be the the song underscoring all of this. Uh, Wow, it turns out me and you both know the song Green Onion, Seth, and neither of us can hum it. (laughs) Weird combo, yeah. (laughs) Um, I'm right. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, I wasn't. Uh, I'm definitely wrong. So So the leaders all show up to this crowded nightclub type place because, you know, why not kill a bunch of people in the the going downs? Um, not really clocking each other at first. Uh, eventually, they're all brought into a room where they're understandably shocked to see each other. We're anticipating a Guy Ritchie, I guess I blew that one, uh, style <laughs> massive shootout at this point. Uh, but amidst some tense atmosphere, Remar presents them all with the evidence he has compiled over the years about their collective crimes. He then informs the families that this info is attached to a dead man switch should they get any funny ideas. Furthermore, mm. they're all to be reporting to him henceforth, the yeah. newly crowned veggie crime syndicate top dog. Yeah. Initially shocked and arguing, obviously, uh, they see the writing on the wall fairly quickly, and it's implied that if the, that, it's implied that they submit to all of this. Satisfied, Remar walks out of the room directly towards the camera, and in the final shot is walking directly into focus, breaking the fourth wall, taking a big bite out of a carrot. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's really good. Uh, yeah. m- maybe throw in a wink for Ultimate Kitsch. I think that is actually in uh, one of those two movies you mentioned earlier, Lee. Uh, City of 
uh, city. Children of Men. Children of Men. It might be. It might be in Children of Men. Are you Man. thinking of know. it's in? Is it in Shoot 'Em Up with Clive Owen? Since that's a live-action Bugs Bunny movie. Yep, it's oh, that. He's always yeah. eating carrots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is that. It is that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very different. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, tomato, tomato. So it wasn't a big guy, Richie. It was a uh, Remar fucking had him the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love. I mean. Uh, Obviously, this is not the point of the show when we talk about this, but I love the idea of like the the guy pitting the criminals against each other actually does the fucking smart thing, which is like they are already doing the work. Yeah, yeah. Keep They're them just, doing the work. The, the the down markets, as you mentioned earlier, are already there. Like I'm just yeah. gonna take over that little top tier, and then we're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's John Amway now. Oh shit! <laughs> Ooh, let's not bring that into. <laughs> he's John Beachbody now. <laughs> he's John. <laughs> Please, please. Johnny Beachbody was my father. I'm Dr. Beachbody. <laughs> I didn't go to four years of Beachbody medical school to be called Johnny. He's, back. he's John He's John Avon now? These are all pyramid schemes I know. Yeah, of, of varying decades, but yeah, they're all mm-hmm. MLM he's, nightmares. Yeah. He's John, John Essential Oils. Yeah, <laughs> the newest. He's definitely Dr. Essential Oils, but there's quotes around doctor. That's true. A lot of the MLMs now require some sort of fake doctor nonsense to convince oh, probably. people. There was a big, um, it was really in vogue in like the 90s and early 2000s for CEOs to get doctorates, doctorates of divinity because apparently institutions that were giving out doctorates of divinity were just handing them out like candy and it just looks more impressive that your ceo is a doctor like and people were too well i guess that was like pre-internet so nobody could like look up where you got your phd maybe yeah it's Mm. essentially like a public speaking degree yeah (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. like if you actually had a doctorate in religious studies or if you like it wouldn't be called that like yeah right right. yeah yeah gross so anyway, uh, I think yeah. it's yep. time we tell you about the real movie. By all yep. means. All right. You ready for this um, this brother pile? I I will be amazed if this is a real movie. Yeah, lay it on me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, um, so The Long Riders is a one hour, 40 minute, 1980 film. Um, it seemed longer than that, though, for some reason. It's very, but... it's very deliberate. It's it's, it's very plotting. Yeah, but, eighty yeah. makes anyway. a lot of sense with this cast. I can see that. Okay. Yeah, nineteen eighty. So, jeez, huh. oh, this sentence. All right. <laughs> the origins, exploits, and the ultimate fate of the Jesse James gang <laughs> is told in a sympathetic portrayal of the bank robbers made up of brothers who begin their legendary bank raids because of revenge. I have issues with the term sympathetic in that description yeah it's really not it's not it's, at all which not. is one of the things like, i appreciate about that's movie. what we're gonna start with and that fucking dumpster fire that Seth yeah just said. Mm-hmm. okay so yeah it's a, it's a jesse james yeah in lieu of a of a summary it's just i'm just gonna tell you it's it's uh fucking the keeches are frank and jesse Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the less famous Keech is Jesse, which is baffling. which is so confusing. Yeah. That, that is that. you alluded to that earlier. That is fucking yeah. Weird. The James yep. Keech. The guests are the Fords, the Robert Ford and Charlie no, Ford. Famously, the assassination of Jesse James by, by the, the coward, coward Robert, Robert Ford. Ford. Yeah, that's okay. The, uh, I, I actually that don't Brad know Pitt movie. any other history around this. So, oh, uh, Jesse James yeah. was killed by a man named Robert Ford. Uh, he and shot his brother, in the back. Yeah, shot in the back. Him and his brother Charlie were mercenaries essentially who had tried mm-hmm. to join up with the James younger uh, bank robbing clan at one point, and mm-hmm. later uh, 
took money from the Pinkerton Detective Agency to assassinate Jesse James. Oh, correct. Cool. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, the the God, you Carradines, guys sound so bored already. Okay. Yeah. The, <laughs> the Carradines play the Youngers, who were the other group of brothers that Rob Banks with the James brothers. Sure. So the posse was like seven or eight people. So this is composed a western. Of three sets of brothers. It's a western, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah it's a, and the, yeah, and the, a western. The Quades are another set of brothers whose names I can't remember, but uh, the Miller brothers. Yeah, and and Ed Dennis and Quaid gets. Lull. Yeah, Dennis Quaid gets kicked out after the first robbery, the first robbery in the movie, at least, because he's too much of a hothead. And then he yeah, kind of like, like freaks sells out them. and shoots an innocent person and then just gets kicked out. And he sells them out at some point. And like, yeah, yeah, OK, that's it. And it goes just up through uh, the, the Northfield, Minnesota robbery that goes real bad. And all the youngers get shot to fuck but none of them ended up dying oddly there's enough. so many Whoa. squibs in this like <laughs> just just like yeah. Yeah. so eh, it goes up yeah. it goes up to that which broke up the the bank robbing gang and then uh it follows it up with the uh murder of jesse james and then uh frank james turning himself in uh in exchange for being able to bury his brother that's the movie. Okay. Yep. That's, this sounds yeah, like pretty much the whole historically, thing. Historically, really quick summary. Yeah, indeed. Well done. Uh, this sounds like historically, this could have been fun. I again guessing by your reactions to this. Is... No, I mean it's not a bad movie. It's oh. just and and it's so so. Uh, do you want to talk about the sympathetic aspect of this? I absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so what I really appreciated about the movie is history um, and pop culture, especially pop culture. Um, especially mm-hmm. one of my favorite musicians, Warren Zevon, have really painted Jesse James as this like Robin Hood character. That's um, my understanding of him. Yeah, he was knowing knowing not. literally nothing about and they, him. And yeah. they and they actually mentioned this in the movie too. Like at one point, the Pinkerton gang is like, "Hey, like you're some kind of Robin Hood," and he's like, "No, I'm not." Yeah. So the real Jesse James, uh, sure, he gave some people some of the money he robbed, but he was giving it was a to, lot of his family. It was, it was a just a lot family, of taking like, care of his family, which is like I'm not knocking that, but like he wasn't some benevolent, like like mm-hmm. mythical figure. He was a dirtbag who, along with a bunch of other dirtbags, robbed banks and <laughs> murdered people. I feel and, this happens a lot with um the uh, like Wild West folks. Like Deadwood handles this a lot yeah. in the TV show, where it's like. These people all fucking suck. Like they were, they were all drunks and they were all murderers. And like, can I? Yeah, yeah. Can I tell you the thing that really has always bothered me about Jesse James and sure. the Youngers, for that matter? So, the thing about Jesse James and the Youngers is they were all from Missouri. Mm-hmm. Missouri was part of the Union in the Civil War. However, mm-hmm. it was thanks to the Missouri Compromise. The Missouri Compromise. It was a slave state. So a lot of people in Missouri decided they were going to fight for the Confederacy. The Jameses and the Youngers were among those people. And not only did Uh they fight for the Confederacy, even though they were poor farmers who did not own slaves and did not benefit from slavery, they joined up with this general named Cantrell, who Uh used guerrilla tactics, which, fine, whatever, it's war, but he is infamous for slaughtering villages of women and children while the soldiers were away. Wowzers. And they... We're part of that. Yep. Super cool. And they're just <laughs> fucking heroes, apparently, because they robbed banks. Well, you know, like, and the whole thing is in the movie. Like, the story is like, oh, the newspapers talk about how they're robbing. They're only robbing banks run by, by northerners who, who hurt them during the Civil War. It wasn't true. Carpetbaggers and they, squareheads? They keep calling them squareheads. That was a derogatory <laughs> term for uh, Scandinavian it's, immigrants. Yes, um, I know. 
Um, also, Missouri's, as you mentioned, squarely in the north. I, well, <laughs> well, there was there was bleeding Kansas and stuff. All that preamble. To yeah, the Civil like War. Maryland was technically yeah. a slave state in the Union. It was a whole thing. Yeah, yeah sure, yeah. Sure. Uh, very complicated history. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. To, to like clearly, but they did not join up, like because of some belief in their some, state, some heroism, some yeah, right. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and and like this movie definitely doesn't celebrate that. I don't think. Okay. Yeah, there there are points where like they're in a bar and there's a guy playing a union song, like an old an old like this is what the 1880s I want to say. I, no, I don't it can't know if it's be quite that late. that late. Yeah, it, I think it's the early like 70s, late maybe. 1860s, like 1870s, right probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and they're playing a union song, and then they threaten to murder all the musicians unless they play some some Confederate war. Dirges like, feels a lot like yeah. 2020 kind of. Mm. <laughs> yeah, there there is a lot of lost cause stuff in here, but the people the, who are lost cause people, like they are the focus of the movie, and I guess the de facto like heroes of the movie, but they keep showing them in unsympathetic lights. Yeah, they're not they're not really portrayed as heroes in this movie. Huh. Mm-hmm. They're they're just kind of portrayed as kind of dirtbags which i like yeah. like the best the, the most sympathetic things they do are like when someone from their family because and we'll get i'll get into this in a second like when people mm-hmm. related to them or close to them get killed they like they avenge them and like yeah. bury them proper like that's their whole thing it's sure. like you gotta do right by your family like mm-hmm. so one of the things the other side of this story is the pinkerton detective agency who are perhaps one of the most vile agencies in american history mm-hmm. uh, i'm just, learning so much right now this is wonderful mm-hmm. yeah. their main goal uh, from my study of can, wait, american can, history can someone call ken burns and just like just this right here like i imagine ken burns hates the pinkertons too like probably yes, well he I, did he did the whole civil war thing but like this is the after stuff that like you know, pinkerton yeah. detective agency sprung up after the civil war uh they were kind of like to take advantage of reconstruction in the south among other things among many okay. other things yep rough. but as the eight as the 19th century wore on and labor unions started to form they were the like guys who was like oh you got a union we'll go out there and murder a bunch of people for you. we don't <laughs> fucking care like <laughs> we're gonna break up your union like yeah they were union busters yeah. yeah um so they're in this and like it does a really good job of showing that one, almost everyone who works for them are idiots who are in over their head and have no idea how to solve these problems. Okay. Yeah, like, for instance, they firebomb a house that has just a, like, the that was owned by, I think, the James family. It was Jesse James's mother and their younger brother, who was apparently mentally disabled, like. Mm-hmm. And they firebombed it and murdered the brother. Yeah, yeah. And they make a point of saying, like, to the guys who did it, like, Y'all are doing a really good job making everybody think these guys are the good guys. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So it's okay. it's like both sides were wrong. Yeah. Yeah, everybody was shitty. And the movie does portray that. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And if and if there is more sympathy for the James and Youngers in the movie, it's only because we spend more time with them. Yeah. Precisely. This is weird cuz like normally movies before like the year 2000 or even later like usually we harp on that portraying things incorrectly but in this case when it's the civil war and it happened 110 15 years before that i guess you can get things right about that in 1980 Mm -hmm. because it's so far back yeah weird yeah i don't think like i think there's been waves of like the whole lost cause confederate like 
lionization in american history and like this was not one of those waves yeah Mm -hmm. like we're at the the bottom of one of those trends like we're at the fucking top right now sure sure yeah it is weird though like as far as westerns i feel like they do almost always sort of glorify whatever the protagonist is right it's like i mean this is a revisionist western for sure that's like it's a whole genre from like the mid 60s up till about the beginning of the 80s where like The idea of the Western is always starring the hero who like rides into town and saves everyone and is right. mm-hmm. good hearted and wears a white hat. That was that's gone in this period. Oh, yeah, that's okay. Not I did the not kind know that. Movie. Okay. Yeah, people yeah. didn't make that movie during this time period. That that died in I died in the early seventies, I would say. I think Weird. it might even died before that. Like maybe the sixties. I feel like I feel like the death of that started with the uh, man with no name sort of trope. Yeah, the, all no, the nobody is terribly likable in those Clint Eastwood spaghetti westerns. I I mean, you could even go so far back as to say The Searchers is is like the beginning of yeah. that because mm-hmm. like the John Wayne character is a horrible person and he saves the day, huh. but he's not part of the family at the end. The literal last shot is the family reconnecting in the house and you see through the doorway as John Wayne walks away because he's not needed anymore. And people people of this uh, of the those decades liked these movies that that just doesn't like gel with what I thought well, so people I think, wanted to see during. Those I think what it was decades. is filmmakers in the sixties and 70s had watched those earlier westerns and were reacting to them mm-hmm. and this is for sure. sure one of those movies yeah okay and it just so happens that it was based on some real people and it's based on some yeah. real people that history has like gone out of its way to turn into heroes when they don't deserve it right. so baffling I, I again like in 2020 i like us talking about it now makes perfect sense in 1980 40 years ago i'm I'm surprised that there was this much, uh, like, uh, yeah. wokeness, quote-unquote, uh, or whatever, yeah. The Keeches both wrote this also, mm-hmm. which was interesting. Uh, both both Stacy and uh, James Keech and two other guys wrote this and produced it. They were really invested in telling this story, I the, guess. Uh, okay. The Carradines also helped produce it, and it's actually kind of sweet. Uh, the Keeches gave up a bunch of their producer uh, fees in order for the Carradines to get an equal share. And then, like, they kept, like, people kept trading away rights so everyone could make the same amount of money, oh. like... I was just say, were the Carradines hurting in the early '80s? I feel like no. Whoa. I mean, I think it, I think it was just like they they were all friends, and it's oh, like, there was hey, just like just conviviality. Yeah. They just wanted yeah. to make this movie together. Okay. Yeah, that's very. And cool. they had been kicked around, I think, for a few years, and a bunch of people had turned it down, and and they finally found. So Walter Hill directed it. He did uh, the Warriors, and then later on, oh. he did Faking Movies, classic Streets of Fire. Yeah, um, he did. Okay. Mm-hmm. How did Chris Guest get fucking tied up in this? Is the they the were one not, question I have. <laughs> the guests were not the original choice to play the Fords. I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised by that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Fords are such like weird, off-putting. Oh, they just needed weirdos, weirdos. and they were like, "Hey, yeah. Chris Guest is pretty fucking weird." That'll work. Kind of, yeah. Because the, the Fords, as far as I'm aware, were also just kind of weird, awkward people, anyway. Okay. Okay. I don't know but, much about them. Um, yeah. Sure. Sure. They Honestly. just don't seem to fit the, like, if I, I'm imagining the Quades and the Caradines, I don't know the Keeches, but like, yeah, the the guests are like outside of that realm, uh, in my mind. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the, the Fords are really ancillary characters, because they just sort of show up and they're like, hey, we want to kill. Sure. Yeah. And then they disappear for a while, and then they show up again and are like, hey, Pinkertons, we'll kill them for you. Okay. And that's it. Yeah, it was... 
It's kind the, of an afterthought, but it's fairness. like an important part to the story, I guess, because you need it to conclude the James family story. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But hmm. yeah, they really um they really do have this like really off-putting delivery and presence <laughs> in the movie. It's <laughs> It's, it's, really it's, it's straight up creepy. Yeah. I'm trying to find who... Oh, 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 oh. The original casting for the Fords were Jeff and Bo Bridges. Oh, yeah. See, now that fits... I mean, Jeff Bridges has literally been in a Bone Tomahawk and like a bunch of other And the remake Westerns. of True Grit. Yeah, like, True Grit, yeah. of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that makes so much more sense. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah the Bridges... Do you have we anything should... you want to talk about? What you want to talk about? I think we should talk about the elephant in the room, Seth. It's an yeah, elephant really that uh, goes in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Not, and in your hand, actually. Okay, you already mentioned the director of this movie, so I know it's not fucking uh, one of the goofers. Wait. Oh, my God. Wow, I do have to edit this episode, don't I? Yeah. This is the yeah. worst thing ever. For me, yeah. mostly. And also for anyone listening, I guess. Uh, Robert Carradine plays the jaw harp a bunch. And mm-hmm. uh, Seth yep. and I both <laughs> happen to own jaw harps. <laughs> I independently knew this about both of you, I think. Yeah. No, I had to buy a jaw harp for this goof. Oh, okay. okay. You just have every other musical instrument that has ever existed. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's, yep. that's really... That's it. Yeah. That's this movie. Yeah. Other than just the the squibs. Now, in hindsight, did you guys think that goof is going to pay off like a lot more? I just wanted to play a jaw harp, oh, okay. and I don't really know how to play it yet. So yeah, I just uh, wanted to annoy you. I don't know how to play mine at all. Oh. I just know how to make it make noises. Yeah. No, I, I think that's the goal of the jaw harp. Is... No, like people people play it. It's yeah. There's some I, really I think, cool stuff. I think they do exactly the thing you guys just did. Uh, nope i uh i like th- th- so like there's certain mongolian artists it's a very like common mongolian instrument uh traditionally and like you can really you can really cook on a jaw no, you, you can play that harp like a motherfucking singing. riot well you do tuvian fret throat singing also but it's a similar sort of uh sound mm. okay anyway it's impressive i will send you a bunch of videos and you'll be like oh shit i was wrong my name is zach and you'll be like i watched yeah. like four seconds of one hey, of them send those to my yeah. emails uh null at dogfart.biz um, <laughs> <laughs> i check it all the time i swear to god <laughs> oh uh we didn't talk about james remark uh james yeah, remark yeah. plays a a, a <laughs> native yeah. character who right gets into a knife fight with one of the carradines i don't remember which i think it was david carradine because david carradine because james remar's now wife was a former prostitute that david carradine used to in the movie yes sure yeah uh oh and that prostitute wait lee you just said in the mood did you think i thought that this was happening in real life (laughs) (laughs) uh that character is played by the woman who plays Leslie Nope's mom on Parks and Rec. Oh, mm. shit. Mm-hmm. Fun. And you see her butt. Hey. Oh, yeah. Great stuff. Yeah, that's true. You did so mention you a see... lot of the... There were few female characters, and they were all quite ancillary. So Yeah, I mean, yeah. one of them is play plays Jesse James's wife. Um, yeah. One yeah, of them plays yeah. uh, Dennis Quaid's wife, who leaves him for one of the Carradines. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's, there's nothing not, matters. I mean, <laughs> there's, yeah, there's not a lot to this movie. If you, if you know the 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 story of Jesse James, this is the story of Jesse James. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's fine. It's it's yeah, it's it's, it's very, fine. It's slow and deliberate, and it, it's fine. 
That feels mm. like a Western, like, of the era. Well, right? like, yeah, I mean, you have, like, good, slow, deliberate Westerns, like Slow West, but I feel like that's not really <laughs> common. That movie is quite good. I like Slow West. Okay. I thought it was very good. It's not what I would have, like, I know, like, the title-wise, but I don't know I would have picked that as my, like, representative for Western movies, but sure. For a slow, deliberate Western movie, I think it's a perfect example. All right, that's... Okay. I think, that, what, The Man With No Name, is that a better example? No, that's that's not even the name of any of those movies. That's just the unofficial name of the trilogy. Yeah, right. Um... I don't know any Westerns. High Plains Drifter. I can't help. High Plains Drifter is anything but slow and deliberate. I know. That's why I mean, God. Scott Kahn is in that movie. He doesn't know, the, the, he wouldn't know the word deliberate <laughs> if it bit him in the ass. No. Like <laughs> Scott, Scott, hashtag nepotism Kahn, get out of here. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't, I, I feel like I need, I feel like we need to talk more but we don't like it's it's this yeah. movie's totally it's, fine sounds yeah, like we kind of don't remember it, like it's on prime any... yeah it's on prime oh i'm not gonna watch it <laughs> okay no I, I i i think that i in fact like half an hour into watching this movie sent lee a text and i said zach would hate this movie mm-hmm. yeah i i feel like we often do this where the person that has to fake it is the person that would least enjoy the movie so it works out yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, Zach, I, I will say, most most squibs this side of RoboCop. Yeah. Now, are is, we talking uh, torso or dick? We're not, torso, I, I assume we're not it's, talking dick. It's, it's torso, mostly. It's torso, arm, in a couple there's of a, occasions, face. There's a cheek one that's pretty cool. Face squib is difficult yeah. in 1980, I would assume. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay. one of the Carradines gets shot through the face. Oh. I think I think it's Keith Carradine. I think it is Keith. Yeah, it's yeah, because Robert gets Dexter. gut shot like a f- like fifty times. Uh, and then well, the I one chokes Young... himself to death in the closet. Is that right? Yeah, right. Well, oh, so that's actually okay. So, so Cole Younger, <laughs> Cole Younger legitimately got shot eleven times in this failed bank robbery and lived oh. for another forty years. And that's David Carradine's character. Eleven mm-hmm. times. Uh-huh. Yeah. In 1870? In the early, in the mid-1800s, yeah. yeah. Fuck uh, the, me. Uh, so his brother, <laughs> yeah. the character that Keith played, yeah. um, also got shot during this robbery, went to jail, got released from jail after a few years, and immediately hanged himself. So there's like a little crossover Whoa. with the real character. Little did yeah. they know that would uh, unfortunately Figure work into out their future, yeah. yeah. Oof, oof. I feel yeah. bad now. <laughs> Yeah. I've never tried it. I don't plan on trying it. Yeah, it's not it. my thing. Yeah. I go too far yeah. with everything, so yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah enough, you would build a whole contraption. Yeah, enough people have died doing that. I don't want to do it. <laughs> You'd be like Chris Guest in fucking Princess Bride. You'd have your pain machine. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And then my wife or family Fisto would have to find Fist- me and be like, <laughs> Fisto would oh, definitely find terrible. you. <laughs> he would finally come like, Dad, we need to talk. We <laughs> I want to show you my my Warhammer 40k. <laughs> I finally want to throw a baseball and I'd be just barely like, and then I die. Three no, you're seconds. not. You don't die in this situation. He walks in at the moment and it ruins both of your lives. Right? No, he says, "I want to finally throw a baseball," and then I like am choking, dying, and then die, and then we both have a no, 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 no. You don't you. die. You climax. <laughs> oh, that's so much worse. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, and oh, the boy my poor was Fisto. just like oh, me. No. <laughs> Jesus poor, Christ! My poor <laughs> this is the worst <laughs> thing we've ever done. 
Uh, this is the worst. This is worse than Melange. Than Melange? Yeah, no, Melange yeah, come is on. so much worse. <laughs> I don't think so. I thought Melange was hilarious. Uh, this one is gross. All right, so this is your Melange, and this is... Uh... <laughs> all right, so now we got to find Zach's limit. <laughs> yeah, what is Zach's limit? Not not, not climaxing right in front of his child named Fisco. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I have one. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Oof, oh, doof. God. Jeez. Uh, Lee, yeah. just rate this. Yeah, let's bitch. do the rates. <laughs> yeah, uh, do you want uh, the IMDb rating? I do. Certainly. Also, really quick. It, it, oh, you want to do money? Yeah, it cost $8 million oh, yeah. and it made almost 16 So it was like a totally okay, reasonable so modest success. modest for um, 1980. But like yeah, a success. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, with 9,591 oh, votes, this movie has a 7. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Hi. But uh, people weren't doing westerns. I feel like westerns, like True Grit. Was a fucking massive success. I mean, there's it's it's very famously there's a whole period of time when the western kind of goes away, and yeah. every once in a while there's one. This was like at the extreme tail end of the western. Okay, that that makes Before sense. The, yeah, yeah, exactly what you said. Like every every ten years, there's another western in modern times, and everybody's like, "Oh fuck, they're really good." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I agree. Uh, okay, so uh, the original, we talked about it. I appreciate that it. Uh, painted uh, all the horrible people as mostly horrible um <laughs> mm-hmm. it was very yeah. deliberate the action sequences were quite good i think mm-hmm. it, it really carries the movie although the like time in between them can can be a little tough um oh james remar dies in a knife fight uh by the way oh um, yeah that is yeah. uh contrary to most westerns knives <laughs> yeah go figure oh yeah he uh <laughs> a regular David, beat it style Dave, knife fight yeah david david carradine and um and james remar hold uh like a silk uh, uh i don't know strap or something between their teeth and then knife fight oh that's a always like keep everybody close together to die quicker thing yeah mm-hmm. I, yeah. I don't understand but yeah okay yeah, yeah. well anyway uh i don't th- i think it's kind of a good movie uh but like 6.6 6. Mm. okay yep zach yeah, but love your movie. I'm, I'm just, I'm really digging the carrot bite at the end. Even though <laughs> carrots betrayed me, I chipped a tooth on a carrot last year, and whoa, like, it was a thick motherfucker. Okay, but a big beefy yeah. boy. Yeah, yeah. Also, my teeth are like they're not even. They got little ridges. I, as mentioned, you got them teeth juices, soft teeth. Yeah, I knocked yeah. off. I knocked off a ridge. All right, uh, you can't keep referencing that thing <laughs> unless we explain it. Can't, can't we, we though? About... It's, it's kind we, of the yeah, whole premise of the podcast. If we're being all right, honest. Yeah. <laughs> all right, alien the audience. Um, <laughs> so uh, I loved your thing. It was great. I think it was uh, really good, and it was quick. So <laughs> um, I'm going to give it an eight. I would have given hey. it a seven and a half, but I give it an eight. All right. <laughs> it was quick. Mm-hmm. Perf. Okay. So I'll do the original. Ah, it's it's like it kind of reminded me of how bank robbery, at least as I'm given to understand, actually works for a habitual thief, at least at this time, where it's like a whole lot of excitement and then nothing for a huge swath of time and then excitement and then nothing. Right. So I thought that was, you know, I th- it's well done in that regard. You but... know, Point Break covers that better. But... <laughs> Indeed. In the 1870s, Point Break is yeah. poignant. Point Break Ooh. in the 1870s. <laughs> Ooh, like do you do like... Bronx, they, like... they skydive, except they just crash into the ground, pancakes. I say they yeah. just, <laughs> they just or, jump or... off of cliffs and break their legs. Yep. yep. 
they find a find a American bison herd and just try to put put boards on it and then surf ride the bison surf herd. It, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Yep, you definitely wouldn't die doing that. <laughs> like a bunch of bunch of jackasses out west <laughs> right now are running into Buffalo and just getting oh, destroyed because yeah. the park service is like not as yeah. Well, anyway. Park Service's Instagram used to have like fun little infographics about avoid bison and shit, and now it's just all like, no, for fucking stop, stop, I, stop. You are going to get depanced and probably degloved that, by a bison. That Ooh. one woman did get depanced. Uh, yeah. I saw. I was. I was watching that video in horror. That dude, I guess her husband, maybe, runs up with his hand on his hip, and I'm like, this guy's gonna try to shoot a bison in the head with a handgun, and then. It's I hope he goes to work, jail dude. for his entire life when it also does not work because bisons have very thick skulls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Famously. <laughs> yeah. It's... Oh. Oy vey. Anyway. So dumb. Uh, so dumb. Yeah. So just like, I, just I like the, uh, I heard point the break. the bison eight... uses every part of that lady's pants. So mm, it, it really yeah. did. That bison got a hold of her. Yeah. It's a reversal <laughs> on the use every part of the buffalo. Yeah. 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 So, Point Break, <laughs> 1870. Um, I'm going to give it, starring James Remar, I'm going to uh-huh. give it a... Wait, are you uh, doing Zach's movie or the regular one? I'm, 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 I'm doing the, the original. Bo- both part. technically okay. star James Remar, I'm told. No, yeah. they don't, because the first, the original does not star James Remar. That's why I got confused. I, I was told very slightly. <laughs> He's in one scene. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I, I don't know. It's fine. It gets like a five point five. Okay, it's not great. Okay, it's it's fine. It's plotting. Uh, it is it is an accurate representation, I think, or at least a semi accurate. And the uh, the costuming is very good. Yeah, really. Oh. I think it's that's what that. So it gets bumped up to a it's, six. God it's damn it. more. I'd say it's more. It's more interesting than good. Yeah, it's more interesting huh. than good. That's a really good way to describe it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. Plus, you get to see all these brothers. That's um, a lot of bros. Yeah. All right, so uh, Zach, um, of course, I first need to reference um, the Vegetable Wars of 2024. Never forget 2034. Never forget. Yes. Damn it! I heard 2024. I thought it was like. Sorry. No, no, no. We're not coming up on them. We have like uh, 14 years. Uh, prepare it, yourself. Collect those seeds. Get those seeds. Put them in the freezer. Get ready. Bitch, you know I already when, have seeds when, in the freezer. I, I know. It's the same. When money doesn't matter anymore, seeds are the only thing that matters. Yes. <laughs> oh, well, that's on the poster. Yeah. Well, money doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> seeds are the only thing that matters. Yeah. That's a little wordy, but I think we can make it work. Yeah, all right. <laughs> seeds are their dollars. Um, mm. But... All right, so um, yeah, I like your I like your twenty thirty four. Never forget uh, vegetable wars, and of course your um, your carrot king there at the end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, James Remar, the carrot king, indeed. Um, yeah, it's good. I'll give you a seven two. Okay, okay. In this movie, can we call the Carradine brothers the Beta Carradines? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Because you don't know, like beta carotene. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. no, yeah. we all get it. Yeah. We, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, when it works, it fucking works, right? Yeah. <laughs> I like recording early. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, well, okay. Uh, it seems like I, I squeaked it this time, but, uh, you know, seems like the OG movie was like pretty good. It's, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. If mm-hmm. you like westerns, it's yeah. worth watching. Yeah. Yeah. 
Sure enough. Uh, all right. Well, next week we got uh, the greatest friend of the show, the hardest working person in podcasts, ML. The James Brown of being a woman <laughs> who guests on this show. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, she is doing a movie. He was, he was the hardest working man at show. <laughs> I, I, God. Cat, Jesus Christ. Cat. She, she's doing a movie I have seen at least twice. I know Lee claimed he wanted to watch. I have no idea how Seth feels about it. I've seen it. Okay. It's, it's not, I mean, I, I enjoy it. I mean, it has some themes that are disturbing. I yeah. hear it's hyper-violent. I just have such a hard time getting myself to watch it. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Uh, called yeah. Green Room. Mm-hmm. Green Room. Mm-hmm. Green Room. Not Green Book. No. Never no. that. We will never This no. movie that. was not directed <laughs> by one of the guys who directed Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> I don't think it was. I'll have to look it up. But uh, no. no, I believe Dumb and Dumber 2, T-O. Um, oh, okay. When yeah. Harry met Lloyd. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that'll be great. And ML's yep. back, and she's always great. So. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah. That was the whole point of that. <laughs> Mary L's going to be on the show. <laughs> Doing it. I mean, until then, I'll, I'll, I'll watch what she's having. You're my least favorite friend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the cut.